Welcome to the Crossroads Podcast, a podcast where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. Through the lens of scripture, we discuss some hot takes on the challenges young adults may face concerning faith, apologetics, theology, and hashtag adulting. For more information, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults or follow us on social media. A-O, we are back in the podcast studio with, Let's do this. with energy yes. and excitement. I can Woo. see the uh, audio levels over there and they're being blown out of the water, which is good mm-hmm. because if you hear the chaos behind us, yes, mm-hmm. it, be extra loud. it just means that there's a lot of cool things coming to the church. So we have to mm-hmm. overcompensate mm-hmm. though, but... I am here in the podcast studio with the lovely Anna Grace Hello. and our fearless leader, Tim Hunter. How's it going? All of us who have actually taken a break from Crossroads here, yeah. a bit of a respite, but still back in the podcast studio, still delving into the topic of Sabbath, mm. which has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and Honestly, at first glance, I think a lot of you have been kind of like, okay, you're doing a series on Sabbath, and yeah, we're doing a four-part series mm-hmm. on delving into what does Sabbath imply, how can mm-hmm. we apply it to our lives. We've looked at um, rest, we've looked at stopping, and now today we're going to look at the aspect of delight. Yes. So let's dive right in, guys. Um, where do we see delight? Yeah. the implications of this for Sabbath and what does that mean? Well, I think, I think having in mind, you know, and what Grace said, we're doing a four-week series because we think it's important to unpack some of these concepts and spiritual practices in ways that don't kind of stay in your brain. They move mm-hmm. in your heart and then ultimately in your hands, your life. Mm-hmm. And delight is, I think, I think as you understand the Sabbath, as you listen... This is going to be a hinge point for a lot of mm-hmm. you. So we've talked about stopping, like kind of that unplugging, stopping, taking a breather, whatever you want to call it. We've explained all kinds of biblical theology for that. Last week we talked about resting. And now delight is, well, what do you do when you rest? It's mm. like that passage in Exodus we talked about last week. We said God rested and was refreshed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've framed a lot of what we're talking about from uh, the creation account in Genesis 1 and 2, where it's God working and resting. Um, but remember, that's a Garden of Eden, which literally in Hebrew means delight, mm. pleasure. Mm. Um, we see all throughout Scripture uh, in the Psalms, um, praising him for his creation, mm-hmm. his gifts. Um, and then one of my favorite passages in Hebrews 1.9 says, uh, this is a, a passage about Christ. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness mm-hmm. beyond your companions. And then another passage is Matthew chapter 11. Verses 26 through 28, where Jesus says, Come to me, mm-hmm. all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. rest. Last week we talked mm-hmm. about rest. Hebrews 1, 9 says the one that we're called to rest with mm-hmm. uh, has has anointed us with the oil of gladness beyond our companions. So um, there's a quote by Tim Keller that says the world is, um, I want to get this right. 
will have some slight dead noise, Grace. <laughs> and we invite you in that noise to just pray to God <laughs> or the silence. To rest. Um, because the world is full of... Anna Grace was over there trying to rescue me, and I... It was. She, like, had it pulled up on hers. Like, zoomed just, in. Just, just Here, showed this off is that Ezra yeah. quality right there. I'm, I'm literally slowly losing my eyesight, so... Um, I think all true of us story, are yeah. at yeah. this point. True story. But Timothy Keller says, because the world is full of ugly things, we need the Sabbath to feed our soul mm. with beauty. Mm. That's good. So that's what we want to talk about. We want to teach you to maybe do that, step into that, maybe talk about ways that we do in our own lives. And um, so, but I'm curious, Annie Grace is, she's got this look. I know. She's sometimes she's, counts. Sometimes we sometimes. all have different kind of moods in, in the studio. Sometimes <laughs> there's that trepidation before, like, I don't really know about <laughs> this. Or sometimes I come in, I'm like, guys, I'm tired. Annie Grace has been like a caged lion. She, she is. She's ready. I am. So I think I need <laughs> to, what are your be, thoughts on delight? This isn't going to be anything big, but I think this will be, transformative to some people because Ooh. they think of, yeah, let me just use all Keyword the big, there. big words here. You sound like um, a preacher right here. Yeah. <laughs> um, because they think of Sabbath as things we have to stop oh. and we have to take mm. out. And yes. there is a part of that, but there's also the beauty that we get to put the things we love into the Sabbath ah, and the I things that bring us joy and happiness. Because I think sometimes we're like, oh, happiness is nowhere in mm-hmm. our walk with Jesus, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it is there. Which, side note, is a completely, we'll have to jump into this another mm-hmm. time, because I know this is going to blow a lot of people's minds, mm-hmm. and don't be enemies with me. Happiness <laughs> and joy are used together in yes. Scripture. interlinked. We, we hear this all the time. Well, Christian, you know, the world celebrates happiness and Christianity celebrates mm-hmm. joy. If you look at throughout the Psalms, throughout the Bible, throughout everywhere they're used pretty interchangeably Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's a very good point you made yeah so um yeah god god desires for us to be happy to be joyful in what we're doing and what better time to do that than on the sabbath day Mm. um as we're reflecting on what he's done and as we're expecting what he's going to do in the future um and i think a lot of times also that's a tactic that the devil will use to keep us in our sin mm. is what does he do? He makes sin look appealing. He makes mm. it look like it's a joyful time, like it's, it's really a happy good. time. Um, and so one of the ways that you can fight that temptation and that you can get out of those um, more rhythms of sin or rotations of, I'm mm. trying to think of that word, is to find the things that bring you joy that are pleasing to God and that Mm -hmm. are going to um, have you striving for holiness and striving towards those joyful things in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think um, we really have to have that focus of, I mean, God, as you said, Tim, you know, God could have placed humans anywhere, like in the new created world. I mean, uh, we see that, um, goodness, I was just reading this morning. You see that what God created, um, was chaos. It was barren land. It was wasteland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you almost think like, okay, well, God gave, um, Adam the purpose to work, you know, like there, there was that beautiful purpose of work. However, not only did he do that, he went above and beyond Mm -hmm. and placed him in a garden where he could delight. There were trees, there were Mm -hmm. rivers, there's gold, there's just Mm -hmm. all this, uh, environment of beauty. And so that was the conduit though, of seeing, 
the beauty and the delight of the relationship mm-hmm. of that creator. Mm-hmm. It's always pointing back to that relationship and that intimacy with our creator and delighting in him. So a lot of the things that, you know, the good, pure things of holiness that we can delight in mm-hmm. ultimately align our hearts in delighting with our creator. Yeah. yeah. And grace, he puts us intentionally in the garden at the beginning and we end in a garden in a at garden. the end. Yeah. Revelation yeah. 19 um, is speaks about the marriage supper of the lamb. Um, uh, this beautiful... Um, time where all things are made right mm-hmm. um, and it, it's beautiful and um, Revelation nineteen seven. let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his mm-hmm. bride has made herself ready mm-hmm. has granted her to clothe herself with fine linen bright and pure verse 9 the angel said to me write this blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper mm-hmm. of the lamb so and if you look through Revelation, this this vision of the new heavens, new earth, it's full of delight and beauty. And and one of the things I'm passionate about is is our world, we think has the trademark on beauty. Mm-hmm. So we think like to be a Christian, and we wouldn't say this explicitly, but we're like, oh, that's some, like that's a worldly thing to enjoy, and we mm-hmm. we become dualist and we like separate. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. enjoying, and then we we sometimes take this, and we I just preach on idolatry for the last, so I'm like totally yeah. on board with like not valuing the gifts above the giver, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like we get that mixed up. And right. Anna Grace and I were talking right before we hopped on here. It values the giver when you enjoy the gift, yeah. right? When you don't enjoy the gift and you run away to another gift, you know, so you don't want to be mm-hmm. the kid in your room with the gift, locking your door so your parents can't come in and you don't want to see them. But you also don't want to be the dude who just doesn't open the Christmas presents and goes down to the Dollar General and splurges on ramen and, like, a fake sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. And God has the trademark on beauty. Hmm. Satan has the trademark on suffering. Mm-hmm. He came, so what God does, because he's a God of, of restoration and redemption, he, he turns what is evil into good, mm-hmm. right? So he turns mm-hmm. the suffering. But the Christian response to suffering all throughout the scripture is lament of of death as an enemy. Mm-hmm. Suffering in Revelation 21 will one day be d- done away with. So where we come from and where we're headed is delighting in the presence of God. Um, so like framing that in the sort of scripture being like, no, like if there's anything beautiful it's just an echo of god mm. if there's anything mm. in our culture that is that is uh anytime you have a good meal or see a beautiful sunset it's supposed to that's not something that like oh that's that's me enjoying the world it's like no it's all integrated so understanding um delight can transform the mm. sabbath um so i'm curious what are some ways that you guys maybe step into this um, so this past, as, as we've started the series, I've actually started implementing Sabbath. And I will have to say that, um, one of the things that Tim said in the beginning of like, you're looking forward to Sabbath the last three days of the week. And then after Sabbath, you're like on this high of having celebrated Sabbath. So I think that's really cool side note. Um, but the things that I've been enjoying as, um, how I put delight into my Sabbath, um, 
this past week, I love to read and I love coffee. Mm. So um, I went to... Chris, do you like any of those things? You know, I was just about to say, girl, (laughs) after my own heart. Same though. (laughs) Um, So I went downtown to the Rex Cafe and got a coffee in (sighs) a a real mug. And I sat down um, and read my book as I enjoyed my coffee um, there. And so that's one of the things I love. Um, and then also I love volleyball. So I found a volleyball game going on in town and I went and watched it. And, um, so those were a couple of things that I love that I got to put into my Saturday because they're enjoyable and they're so restful. Yep. And there's a, well, let's go to you first, Grace, before I... Yeah, and so I'm just like you guys. I've been so challenged by this series. Mm -hmm. Um, I see so many of those patterns of uh, striving and hustling and um, just giving the chance of practicing Sabbath. Um, Just these two, both Anna Grace and Tim, have modeled so well to me um, different ways to um, really apply it to my life, and we're still working on it. And Mm -hmm. um, But honestly, like... I actually asked um, my boyfriend last night, I was like, we're going to talk about delight. What is something like that you delight in? Mm. Um, Just like everyday little Mm -hmm. things, you know, taking that moment to reflect on it. And um, of course we said each other. Um, seeing each other Aww. for the first time every every day, but also um, that's a good boyfriend. Yeah, he is. See, he's <laughs> kind of the best. But see, yeah, I, I make the mis- <laughs> I make the mistake when my wife makes that one. I'm like, oh, I know she. I, I know she knows that delight in her. I love uh, whatever you know. <laughs> but I, I mean, really pondering on that of just like delighting in people, delighting mm, in. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some of the best moments I've had with Tim has been, you know, maybe I've experienced something, but then he's experienced it for the first time Mm -hmm. and seeing like that delight um that you get to relive all over again which is just another reminder of how christ delights in us Mm -hmm. yes yeah and i think you're gonna do on on your off day things that you feel like you want to do anyway Mm -hmm. and what we're asking is that you would you would purposefully add intentionality Mm -hmm. to delight Mm -hmm. and not numb yeah so many of us are trading numb, numbing, mm. or binging, or zoning out, scrolling, um, scrolling mm-hmm. for true delight. Mm-hmm. And like Grace said, like for me, it's one food. Like, mm-hmm. have a really, really good meal. Like Andrea and I, we try and make sure we have the best meal of the week Friday night. That's kind mm-hmm. of our goal. Um, always have d- dessert on Friday night. Did you hear that, guys? That Always. was that was a, yeah, a pastoral advice. Yes, right that there. is that is have my dessert. <laughs> you better have on this call. <laughs> and I, I hope I hope some of this is kind of like shocking your system as you hear me say this, because like I'm I I say things hopefully sometimes that are pretty hard, and we ask you to do things, and but like at the same time, like I'm also asking you like have dessert, mm-hmm. have a good meal, um, get eight plus hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to your favorite album mm-hmm. of music. music. Guess what? Music comes from God too. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't only have to be Rejoice Radio. That is for, <laughs> for oh, s- oh dear. <laughs> and that is my way Shots of fired. being intentional. Whoever you are driving the car, <laughs> yes, you are seen. I hope you feel seen right now. Read, go on a walk, enjoy God's creation. Um, like there, there's ways to delight in God. 
and in what he's given. Mm-hmm. And we actually honor him when we do so. Mm-hmm. It's not honoring um, when we don't. And I think we see Jesus doing this, right? We mm-hmm. see him sharing meals with friends. We see him walking around. And one of the things that we think that we need to flight, fight the ugliness and sin of the world mm-hmm. with, like, numbing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things I ever heard was like Winston Churchill. It's in the, if you don't know him, please get acquainted with who he is. It's a very important historical figure. No shame. Um, but <laughs> he was the, the prime minister of England during World War II, kind of an epic what? leader. And uh, so London's getting bombed. And he's leading like never before. He, he really came to fame during this time because he, he quite literally like, saved England from, and really us. There was at one point mm-hmm. they get through, if they get through England, they're, they're coming um, here. But he would, like, the, the more ugliness was around him in mm. the war, the more time he would give to go paint. Mm. Or, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, that was, it, and that's, like, that's something we don't think, or he'd take more time to go to the cottage with his family. His daughter... Mm. Um, is like 18. You can read her journal through the war, but she talks about celebrating the 18th birthday with her mom, her dad. Of course, she says mum, and I don't remember what <laughs> no. she called him. You know, it was very mm-hmm. like, my mum and... But like, they celebrated her birthday, like mm-hmm. while bomb, you know, bomb alarms went off the night before. But um, I love... Uh, there's a C.S. Lewis quote that I'm going to give you guys, but I need one of y'all. It just came to mind when I was talking about um, this concept of fighting ugliness with beauty so i'm gonna need some help here as i, as I track this down <laughs> well so i was i I'll, I'll take over here for a second i was literally thinking um you know we we often say as christians you know we fight discontentment by having joy mm-hmm. we <clears throat> fight um we wrestle against you know all these negative emotions and and spiritual battles with our own soul um through trust you know but but there's an aspect of delight that is um actually kind of vicious mm-hmm. in the sense of again we're talking about sabbath and you know how we live out these rhythms that that really speak to the world that we live differently mm-hmm. um and delight is an aspect of you know we read that Christ was a man of great sorrow and of great joy Mm -hmm. where it's like he experienced the fullness of joy. Um, Mm -hmm. And as well as suffering, and you think delight is really this combative way yeah. uh, against the enemy's tactics of chaos. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm reading a quote by Dan Allender who said, um, "Can we bear that slowing down creates its own chaos? Mm-hmm. We are doing more than burning out. We are lighting our very soul and body on fire." And in a way, um, which is an emulation, a self-destruction, a martyrdom that bears nothing of what it means to know the delight of God, Mm. Um, which is, you know, kind of a test to what you're saying, where I think Mm. our mentality of delight um, and rest and relaxation is more of that numbing apathy when Mm. God is really calling us to take up arms against this intentionally Mm -hmm. and actively through... um, the practices of joy and delight. Mm-hmm. 100%. And uh, I think of, I found the C.S. Lewis quote, Grace, and, but your, your quote might have been a little bit better. No. Um, <laughs> but 
he 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 talks about um you guys have honestly probably read this article before it became really big during covid but he talks about how do how do you respond to the threat of the atomic bomb this was written in 1948 mm-hmm. so everybody's freaking about the atomic bomb mm-hmm. can happen at any mm-hmm. at any point plug in atomic bomb for whatever in 2023 mm-hmm. you know micro level something in your life that stressful demands at work or the fact that you are um terrified because of all the shootings on the news or mm. uh, the war in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's things that humanity faces, but he frames this conversation such a C.S. Lewis way. He says this, in one way, we think a great deal, deal too much of the atomic bomb. Mm-hmm. How are we to live in an atomic age? I am tempted to reply. Why, as you would have lived in the 16th century when the plague visited London almost mm-hmm. every year, or as you would have lived in a Viking age when raiders from Scandinavia might land and cut your throat any night, or indeed as you are already living in an age of cancer, an age of syphilis, an age of perilous, an age of air raids, an age of railway accidents, an age of motor accidents. Hmm. In other words, do not let us begin by exaggerating the novelty of our situation. Believe Hmm. me, dear dear sir or madam, you and all whom you love were already sentenced to death before the atomic bomb was invented. Hmm. And quite a high percentage of us were going to die in unpleasant ways. We had, indeed, one very great advantage over our ancestors and anesthetics. But we have that still. <laughs> it is perfectly ridiculous to go about whimpering and drawing long faces because the scientists have added one more chance of painful and premature death to a world which already bristled with such chances and in which death itself was not a chance at all but a certainty. <laughs> this is the first point to be made. And the first action to be taken is to pull ourselves together. And here's the, the whole reason I read this. If we are all going to be destroyed by an atomic bomb, let that bomb um, come find us doing sensible and human things. Mm-hmm. And here he says, praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a pint. He wasn't Baptist. And a, <laughs> and a game British. of and a game of darts. <laughs> let me let me. Uh, I'm gonna read that again, and, and we'll we'll tenderize it. Okay. <laughs> Praying, working, teaching, reading, listening to music, bathing the children, playing tennis, chatting to our friends over a cup of coffee, and a game oh, of yes. darts. There you go. There we go. There you go. Not huddled together like frightened sheep mm. and thinking about mm. bombs. They may break our bodies but they need not dominate our minds. Mm. And I was just like, like Grace, you started using this, this, um, this language of like resistance and defiance. And that's like, that's exactly what delighting the Sabbath does. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Just like resting on the Sabbath defies like consumerism and hustle culture. Um, yeah. And like identity issues mm-hmm. or if I don't keep going yep. or, um, but it also it also defies like the the wickedness and the sin of the world. Mm-hmm. Like to to take a day and to walk in God's creation, to see the beauty of what He made, and to know that um, one day any drop, any scent, any echo of beauty we see now is like a foretaste of mm-hmm. who He will be mm-hmm. for us for all of eternity. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most. Um, joyful things. John Markover says, previous generations often thought of the Sabbath as a somber, serious day full of religious duty and legalistic rules. Mm. That's probably what we, we thought of. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I know at our school, like for years, they would shut down the sports center um, and like the basketball courts on Sunday. You know, mm-hmm. like this is a day of rest. 
And it's like, <laughs> so what people did is they just they just worked in the rooms more and more because yeah. there was everything else was yeah. shut down. Yeah. Instead of going like, hey, let's you know let's give. Um, so he says, serious, safe, religious, student legalistic rules. Today, many people think of it as a day to chill, relax, or sleep. Mm. Both generations miss the essential truth. Mm-hmm. The Sabbath is designed by God as a day to give yourself fully to delight in God's world, mm. in your life in it, and ultimately in God Himself. Mm. Mm-hmm. So dream, like, how can you take a day to give yourself to mm-hmm. delight? Mm-hmm. It was so neat to experience a little bit of your Sabbath last week um, for your birthday, you know, just celebrating you and just Well, that was part of the fun thing. I told her, I'm like, we're probably not going to do a Sabbath meal because it's my birthday. She goes, well, wouldn't that make sense? And I'm like, good point. <laughs> She's always, she's kind of always like just like directing me back to like, oh yeah, that's a good point. So I was like, I think it's just going to be more of my birthday. She's like, aren't you supposed to like delight? And I'm like, okay. Is that like the perfect day to do that? (laughs) Um, But yeah, just, just gathering around a table um, with friends, Mm -hmm. uh, with no agenda, with just Mm -hmm. um, enjoying each other's company and, you know, enjoying Oliver's coos Mm -hmm. and delightful smile. Um, I don't know, just having that, that moment of just sitting there and like pressing pause Mm -hmm. and Mm. I don't know, that's just, that is such a little taste of heaven. Yes. It's beautiful. Guys, we're just encouraging you to truly intentionally think through, Mm -hmm. you know, what are the things um, that are, you know, pure and holy that just spark you, um, that make you, you know, open up your imagination to God um, and delighting in him. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so what are you guys doing this weekend to kind of steward that idea and apply it to your own lives? Um, I will be reading a book with my coffee on the beach. I love it. <laughs> hot coffee on the beach? No, iced no. coffee. Yeah, it's a too hot now. <laughs> I am not that type of person. <laughs> so hot coffee to the hot beach. <laughs> also, Anna Grace is... Well, no, I was going to do that, but... Oh, dear. <laughs> Anna Grace's house is a good day, a good place. That is true. It is true. And she has a pool in her backyard. She does. So yeah. Andre and I were talking about that because we're like, Oliver can oh. be nappy inside in the air condition. So, the, okay. I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm not saying this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, two saying, Saturdays from now. My house is open. Anybody can join. Um, Pool's open. Yeah, for for me, it's... Um, Andre and I will have a good meal. Um I think I'm cooking dinner, so I don't know if that'll be that much mm-hmm. delight, but it's like the mm-hmm. one meal I made a few times, so I think it'll be pretty good. It'll be okay. Perfecting yeah. um, it. And I don't know. I got to I gotta get with her, but a lot of the things we've talked about, like um, we may go downtown, I may run, she may walk Oliver, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a midday nap, r- reading is always in there, um, trying to keep the phone off. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. I haven't, you know, as the week goes on, we mm-hmm, start mm-hmm. planning. So, mm-hmm. um, cookies will probably be a part. Mm. Of <laughs> Love it. As they should be. Yeah. Love it. Um, how about you, Grace? Um, I think it's going to be spending a lot of time with family. Um, they're in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know we actually, we have some more family out in 
Milton pace too. So it's probably going to be a meal with them on Friday cool. night and then mm-hmm. discipleship group on Saturday morning, yeah. which will mm-hmm. be great to spend some time around God's word and mm-hmm. have that breathing space, like mm-hmm. just a respite from the week. So, but hopefully something in nature too this yeah. week, because I would love to take advantage of the beach yes. for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, put, you guys have heard of habit stacking. Yes. Mm-hmm. So put together like some of your favorite things that are life giving together. Mm. You know, that's, that's all yeah. we've heard. Like that's, that'd be like our practical challenge. Hopefully the last couple of weeks you've, you've got that, that block of time figured out. You've got some practical ways to stop. Like, okay, I'm not going to answer email, but not be on social media. Now, like think about ways you can fill that, mm. um, uh, delighting in God, delighting in his good gifts, you mm-hmm. know, and we're confident that you will, you'll have tremendous ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it's a practice. So like try it for a week of like thinking maybe this is enjoyable and see mm-hmm. if it is, and then yeah. go the next week and maybe do something else and see if that's enjoyable as well. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be that it's routine. I have to do this every day in my Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the, here, here's a, like, here's just like a, not a pro tip, like a struggling double A um, baseball player <laughs> tip, but um, here's, here's the tip is, Andrea and I found like, I think what we think will be super delightful and restful on the Sabbath is like just sleeping in super late on mm. Saturday. We found that's not the case because mm. what happens is it's nine, it's 10, you get up, you feel out of it. Mm. You kind of lounge for a couple more hours. Mm-hmm. You still haven't taken a shower. It's 12 or 1 o'clock before you mm. get outside. A pro tip if you want to have a day of delight is, like, make sure you get your sleep. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. like, if you're – but let's be honest. We should be getting seven, eight hours of sleep anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, really, yeah. you know, like, get what your body needs. But, like, get up fairly early and then, like, spend time outside immediately, mm-hmm. go on a walk. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. set your day up a lot better because mm-hmm. instead of like having that, like that, a lot of this will happen over time. It's a practice. This is something right. we, we want to give you this gift of a practice for the rest of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and <clears throat> it's going to take time and it's going to be, you're going to get better and you're going to regress at times in different seasons. But once you get past that, just collapsing after the week mode, mm-hmm. which may be mm-hmm. the first couple times where you're mm-hmm. just exhausted yeah. and your schedule's terrible. Try and set yourself up to like have a full day. Yeah. So that's why a lot of times like on Saturday morning, we may go all the way downtown kind of early mm. and enjoy the walk near the water there, be able mm-hmm. to run, whatever, mm-hmm. stop by Makers. Andrea works there, so she loves seeing her friends and stuff. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. what we end up doing is we, we go back home, and then we've kind of got this, oh, wow, nothing's on the agenda. You can just relax. Take a nap, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's just like a small pro tip of how to that's organize really your day because one of the worst things you're going to do is you're going to, it's my day of rest, and it's going to be 1130 in the morning. You're going to feel groggy, like yeah. gross, groggy, mm-hmm. out of it. And before you know it, it's going to be the next day. Yeah. And that's like such a great tip too for, you know, college students in that idea of there's just this set pattern that, I mean, we were all college students, we understand, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's going to be that, especially after finals, graduation, all mm-hmm. this, you know, big, big stuff that you do need to 
catch up on your sleep and rest, but kind of fighting against that um, cultural ideology of like, oh, no, we just, you know, our rest is just sleeping in and, Mm -hmm. you know, not intentionally um, filling ourselves up. So, yeah. yeah. It it gives a freedom, too, when you know, like, this day is a day of rest because you actually want to get up. It's exciting Mm -hmm. because... In college, a lot of times on Saturday, you've got all these things hanging over your head or Sunday, whatever the day is that, like, you, like, want to rest, but you know you're, like, kind of screwed because you have so much to do and you haven't scheduled your time properly. Let's be honest. has less to do with how much you're given, more to do with the way that we – our priorities or whatever. Right. And so you kind of stay in bed as long as possible because you know when you do get up on the Saturday or Sunday college, it's just mm-hmm. going to be a day of stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're like delaying it. But when you've already submitted to the fact that God, like God's way and his rhythm of life, mm. you know, like it doesn't really matter if I had a great week or a bad week or what I have waiting for me on Monday or mm. whatever. Mm-hmm. God rested. He told me to do mm. the same. So you, you wake up with almost more purpose yeah. and joy and then you make some pancakes or whatever and you have a great morning. So yeah, I love it. Or waffles. Yes, okay, waffles. Okay, or waffles. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, dear. The great thing like, Do you have a big thing for waffles or something? I do. Or? I love waffles. Do you have a waffle too. maker? I do. <gasps> oh, I'm going to make waffles. Can we have that? waffles? Yeah, that's actually, I'm going to add that to my Sabbath because I used to enjoy <gasps> making waffles that. on Saturday mornings, and I stopped. I if I, I had a dollar for every time I heard about this Saturday morning <laughs> waffle story, like, and I, yet I've never seen you... I wish I had known AG in, in my college. waffle. <laughs> like in, you yeah. were in Griffith, yes. right? It's the, yes. Yeah, and so Kobe waking up have y'all seen, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, have y'all seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yes. You know Uncle Rico who lives in the, like, for you it's not the days when you played volleyball as a college athlete <laughs> or Uncle Rico had... football. It's like back in the day I used to make me some waffles. <laughs> Wait, I mean, it's delight, okay? Uh, it's it's like, delightful. It was delightful, so, and I loved it. So, so we're going to get back to those days. And obviously refreshed her and filled her up. So. If we're going to die from an atomic bomb, <laughs> let us do it. Praying, working, <laughs> eating waffles, <laughs> chatting to our friends over a virgin pina colada. <laughs> oh, pina yeah. colada? Yes. Lemonade, though. I, Come on now. So good. Yeah. So, hey, we're excited. Virgin. Speaking of lemonade, I think... Ooh. For wait, wait, wait. when you're listening to this, you're four days away. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to it when it comes out, some of you do the thing where you're <laughs> we see catching you. up, which we, we still you. appreciate. Yes. Hashtag leave a rating. If you're, if you're making um, us part of your Sabbath by listening to this on your Sabbath, then bonus oh, points to you. Oh, no. That would be. <laughs> this is delightful. Because we, ho- we hope we're like delightful. <laughs> <laughs> if so, the worst, some, someone's going to break my heart and they're going to be like, yeah, I was super excited to like listen to the podcast, but. I had to wait till like after I finished the Sabbath because it, it's not restful to me. Oh, <laughs> pain! <laughs> it's just gonna be like, ow. Jeez, thanks, thanks, guys. Are we part of the noise? Duly noted. Mm, that is the Inception oh. question right there. For the As day. we talk about the noise, really in podcasting, <laughs> so we talk about all the noise. No, we're creating beauty from chaos. Ooh, okay. So, okay, we enter okay. into it just like Jesus mm-hmm. entered into I'm pain. Just yeah. He himself is not pain. <laughs> But he entered into it, redeemed us. By taking the pain upon himself. So we enter into chaos. <laughs> Which is becoming chaos. Not, yeah. <laughs> basically, below us is happening. It's yes. chaos. So, anyways, alright, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. Bye, y'all. 
for listening to the Crossroads podcast, where we expand the conversations from Crossroads, a weekly gathering of college and young adults out of Olive Baptist Church. We are big about building radical community by keeping it real and conquering those hot topics young adults may face. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a beat. And to find out more, visit olivebaptist.org slash young adults.